Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishpapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Mugdanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harane Bhakta Kaya Kadehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Hita Vejagatameva Samsara Navasitave Prabhave Saiva Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Jasmahi Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self, your own essence, your own beingness. O Shiva, the one divine reality being you, while being all and beyond all. Again and again I bow. Om Svarupa Swaswa Baba Namo Namaha. Honoring the Guru. Today I honor my Guru, my Baba. Every day I do. <laughs> but today is the anniversary of my Baba's Mahasamadhi when he left his body and merged into consciousness. Well, tomorrow is the solar anniversary, October 2nd. We'll also be honoring him on the lunar anniversary, which is the next full moon, October 28th. So we get to celebrate Baba twice. 
twice is not enough. Baba gave so much to so many that it is impossible to honor him fully. We can call out his name, offer candle flames and flowers, an undying gratitude that extends beyond death. And it's not enough. Baba gave the greatest gift of all, Shaktipat, the initiation that reveals your own self to you, the inner experiential knowing of your own divine essence. I know one woman who got Shaktipat from his photo. His gift was not limited to his physical presence. All but his presence made it so much more tangible. When I first met him, I didn't know what to think. Now that I look back at it, I realize that my mind stopped. My first time in his presence, I couldn't think at all. I got on my knees and I lowered my head below my heart and I came back up with a whole new spaciousness inside. But I didn't know what to call it. I didn't know how to lean into it. I didn't know how to live from this incredible ease of being, not then. So Baba explained it again and again to all of us who were having profound experiences but didn't understand them. Your own self is easy to access especially when you place yourself in proximity to one who knows. But your poor mind needs some time to catch up. My mind did, for sure. And Baba was patient with me, as he was with all of us. He described it this way. The main task is to unfold fully the God consciousness, which lies hidden in all human beings. It culminates in the experience of I am then. The experience of our identity with God. And in the attainment of our own inner joy. The self is closer to you than your own breath. Closer than thought. Deeper than your heart and easy to access after Shaktipat. But your poor mind needs some time to catch up. My mind did, for sure. And Baba was patient with me as he was with all of us. It's like watching a rose bush greening up in the spring and then blossoming forth. It's all assured. The rose bush simply needs a little time and it will blossom forth into its own nature. The human being, however, needs a little more than dirt, water, and sunlight. Baba gave us what we needed, what I needed. He not only gave me Shaktipat, revealing my own self to myself, he taught and nurtured and guided me along the way. What do you call such a giver? One who gives so generously. 
The Guru Gita explains, Udayo yat prakashena guru shabdena katyate. The line in verse 10. Giver of the upwelling light of your own self is called Guru. Giver of the upwelling light of your own self is called Guru. I really like the way this verse backs into the term Guru. It could have said, the Guru gives the upwelling light of your own self. This is true. But the verse is written in a different order. One who gives the upwelling light of your own self is called Guru. If someone else gives you the upwelling light of your own self, then call them Guru. Personally, I never found anyone else who did. I definitely found people who caused upwelling feelings in me. (laughs) Emotions ranging from happiness to pain, ranging from anger to love, ranging from fascination to fear, but no one else gave me myself. No one but Baba. The qualification for having the title Guru is right here in the verse. It's not about having a theory or preaching about God or belief or faith or even talking about the self. It's not about learning, as important as that is. It's not about becoming, for you already are the self. It's just that you don't yet live in the knowingness of your own beingness. Not all the time. Not yet. The one who gives you your own self. More than this, the one who opens up the power of consciousness to arise within you, Kundalini. Such a one is worthy of this revered title, Guru. Baba was honored with such a title and many other titles as well. Satguru, true teacher or teacher of truth. Jagatguru, world guru. Rajaguru, I was there for this ceremony where he was crowned as a king of yoga, majestic. And he was called Paramahansa, which means a great swan. A swan is fascinating, captivating, beautiful, with great muscular strength. It moves silently in the water, swimming seemingly without moving. It is said that if you pour milk into water, the swan can drink only the milk. Discernment. Such is a Paramahansa, a perfected one who abides in stillness, even while active in the world, who embodies the whole of consciousness, even while being an individual in a living body. Yes, Baba was all of this and more. But he was not any more than you are. It's not about putting him up on a pedestal and thinking he's different from you. He was not any more than you are. He simply realized the truth of his own self, just as you must do.
to realize your own self and live in the freedom and the bliss of self-knowingness. For this, you need help. You had help getting contracted, tied up in your thoughts, feelings, memories, fears, desires. You had role models, not only in your family, but throughout society and in the media. So many famous people that are promoted for us to adore. Adore Baba. I do. Adore one who knows the self. Adore the one who gives you your own self. Baba adored his guru, Nityananda. He wrote a beautiful invocation at the beginning of Play of Consciousness. I'll read just a little bit of it. I invoke the lotus feet of Nityananda, the Supreme Guru, who is the blessing of all blessings, whose glance destroys all misfortunes and bestows supreme good fortune. I invoke the Guru, who is Parabrahman, the Supreme Absolute, who is free from stain and completely pure, whose presence easily bestows the state of Parabrahman. May Sri Nityananda, the goal of the meditations, the foundation of Vedanta, the supreme witness realized through the wisdom of detachment, give us his blessing. My Baba's mind never wandered away from Nityananda. So many times Baba would come into the satsang hall and tell us that he dreamed of his Baba. Or he would tell a story about Nityananda. Why was Baba so focused on his guru? That's because Nityananda helped Baba get uncontracted. As I said, you had help getting as contracted as you are. And you need help unraveling the bindings. Shaktipat. That's what we've been doing this weekend. Yes, we have. <laughs> Shaktipat. That's what we've been doing this weekend. The transmission of divine energy that awakens the upwelling light of your own self. That's where I started. I got Shaktipat from my Baba, and he got Shaktipat from his Baba. And Nityananda, well, no one knows. He had a guru. We even have a photo of him sitting on the lap of a great master of consciousness. But after that photo was taken, he was maybe 15 or 16 at the time. Nityananda spent years in the Himalayas. We don't really know much about that because Nityananda never really talked about himself. He never really talked much. But he certainly didn't talk about himself. Think about it. What do you mainly talk about? Me, 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 my, me, me. George Harrison was right. I, me, me, mine. I, me, me, mine. But Nityananda wasn't like that. He didn't say much at all. Baba used to laugh and describe himself as talking a lot, which I appreciated. 
He was giving us teachings and directing our projects. But then Baba would compare himself to Nityananda, who said very little. Blessings flowed off of Nityananda. His few words were cryptic and powerful, but he wasn't chatty. It's not about entertainment. It's about substance. It's not about his substance or his substance. It's not even about my substance. It's about yours. And when you have substance, when you have your own self, you don't need anything more. All that remains is to share. which is how I got here. For Baba shared what he had. He shared the self, giving us the experience that he lived in, knowing and being self, which is consciousness itself. Oh, Shiva. This focus on the Guru, this devotion to the Guru, this gratitude to the Guru is well known in the yoga tradition documented in a number of texts. One of my favorite verses comes from the Advaya Taraka Upanishad. Acharya Lakshanam Acharyo Veda Sampano Vishnu Bhakto Vimatsaraha Yoga Nyo Yogani Shtascha Sada Yogatmakaha Shuchi A qualified guru is knowledgeable in the Vedas, a devotee of God, free from jealousy, an expert in yoga, does yoga practices, is always in a pure yogic state. He is devoted to his own guru and is a knower of the self. Only one with these qualifications may properly serve as guru. You want to hear them again? Check out how you're doing. A qualified guru is knowledgeable in the Vedas, a devotee of God, free from jealousy, an expert in yoga, does yoga practices, is always in a pure yogic state. He is devoted to his own guru and is a knower of the self. The ancient texts give us a way to evaluate a spiritual teacher. Their teachings must be consistent with the ancient sources. And the teacher must have the experiential knowing of what they're teaching. Thus, they are not teaching mere theory, nor are they making it up. A qualified guru must have had a guru, no self-appointed teachers and their inner state must be steady, as is promised by the yogic texts. And in spite of being so qualified, even on a par with their own guru, such a yogi is always devoted to his own guru. I recognize that I have taken my study of the text to a deeper level because of my students' questions. Thank you all. I needed to know enough to help them with their stuck spots, with their fears and concerns, with their confusions and resistances. 
and I have benefited from these studies. But the one who gave me the experience that enlivens all the teachings, without Baba, it would all be dry book learning, like the city of Oz in black and white. Baba brought it all to life, full living color, and it's all made of consciousness. This is why I love to chant his name. Om Namo Bhagavate Muktanandaya. I love to chant his name even more than I love to chant the mantra. Chanting his name gives me the experience of sitting with him. It's so tangible, so sweet, so deep. And I see it happening for you too. I bring many different chants to our programs and I love them all. But something happens when we all chant Baba's name. There's a whole new dimensionality. It's the inner dimensionality of your own beingness arising within to fill you. Yes, Baba. Thank you, Baba. Jai Muktananda. Jai Muktananda. Jai Muktananda. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.